What's up? It's your boy, Les. Nevertheless, Thomas, I'm here with Brand Squad Podcast. I got the coolest, one of the coolest athletes on campus, Summer Chafin. How you doing, Summer? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing amazing. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You don't have to give us the whole bio. Just tell us something okay. about yourself. Oh, what do we want to know? I'm a senior. I'm on the soccer team. Um, I actually am pursuing three degrees. So I'm Three? Yes, math, accounting, and secondary ed. Come on. I'll be graduating, even though I'm a senior, so this is my fourth year, I'll be coming back for a victory lap next year. Okay. Um, yep. Playing COVID year, fifth season. Okay. And I'll be graduating next spring. So I want y'all to hear something. It's already hard enough being a student athlete, but while you're an athlete, you're pursuing three? Come on, somebody. Shout out to Summer. She handling, that's called handling your business, not business. Business with the IT. All right, so Summer, let's dive into yeah. your childhood, right? <laughs> oh, so goodness. let's talk about that. Um, you were born in Texas. Just tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about your upbringing. So I was born and raised in Texas, Dallas. Um, I actually went to a private Christian school my entire life. So, entire life. Yep. I'm what we called a lifer. So I went there from kindergarten through senior year. Okay. Um, I've got an older sister, younger brother. Uh, my sister just graduated from Texas A&M, and my brother is also at Texas A&M. So I'm sorry. Gig'em. Gig'em. <laughs> I understand. <Max. laughs> that, hey, that's your family. You got to support yeah, them, right? I, I mean, I'm sure they support you, too. They it's, do. There's nothing do. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of the yeah. short Short and sweet. So cool. So growing up as as summer, you know, uh, what is the things? What did you like to do as a little kid? Were you outside? Were you inside? Were you gaming? Were you dolling, TV in? Like, what what did you do as a kid? I was outside about ninety five percent of the Come time. Come on, except good. for when I would be inside wrestling my brother. My brother and I, we we'd go at it. Really, it was so fun. Yeah. I, I attribute my aggressiveness on the soccer field to the fact that my brother and I. So your brother, your brother, see, you even got the move. You're like, <laughs> if you can only hear us, y'all need to like see that she, she came with the move with it. So your brother helped prepare you to be aggressive. Yeah. Like you could take a, you could, well, maybe not a punch, but you could take a hit yeah, and keep it. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Take a lick and keep on ticking, right? Ain't that what, how the commercial go? All right, so um, let's talk about sports or mm -hmm. soccer. Yeah. Uh, what was the first sport or sports that you played as a kid? It's only ever been soccer. Always so been soccer. My family, uh, from the get-go, starting with my dad and my mom, it's always only been soccer. We, okay. My dad was coached by his dad all growing up. Um, Legacy. Two, yep, two of my uh, uncles played college soccer. Yeah. Uh, and so it was kind of just handed down to me. Yeah. It was like my birthright that I was going to be yeah, playing come soccer. On. Yeah. Um, and so my older sister played soccer. My dad coached her team when she was four, started coaching her team. Okay. Uh, and so I was about two at the time. So my mom, of course, would always take me out to practices. I'd be running around the field, kicking the ball. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I just kind of fell in love with it. it. So, and it's been that ever since. I've never, with the exception of being required to play other sports in middle school, mm -hmm. never really soccer. did anything else. So I got a question, you know. I don't know if your sister's gonna watch this or not. Mm -hmm. Well, who's better? I'm I'm gonna put my money on you, just because usually the second and third is better than the first because you were playing up. I'm sure you played against kids older than you and your bit, sister yeah. a little bit, right? So who's better, you or your sister? I mean, 
I'm trying to I'm trying to cause an argument at the Thanksgiving table. Me, but only because I'm more competitive. Okay. I'm okay. probably one of the most competitive people you will ever meet. I hate losing more than anything else. So that's um, what gave you the edge. Oh, What's your sure. sister's name? Bailey. Shout out to Bailey. We love you. It's all love. Yeah. Well, I just had to ask that question, all right? Yeah, and the reason why is even I'm so competitive. Even when I was little, my mom would always, we'd be playing board games with the family. And my brother would be getting frustrated because he'd be losing. Mm -hmm. And so my mom would kind of whisper me over. She'd be like, Summer, come here. Yeah. I need you to let your brother win. Like, absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. I'm not going to let my younger brother win just because he's the baby of the family. That's like no, giving away your sorry. your last yeah, piece of your pizza or your burger. Like no yeah, one. Hey, you not. you should have asked me when I had a full burger. Don't <laughs> ask me for my last piece. Yes, exactly. So your mom would say, let like, the Summer, you need to make him feel a little bit better. He's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I want to win. Yeah. I'm trying to lose. Hey, hey, I feel you. I would have been the same way. I'd have been like, yeah, mom, I'm just going to have to whoop me because uh, <laughs> I'm not letting them win. Yeah. Yep, that's <laughs> always been me. Cool. Always so um, if I was to ask your friends in middle school or high school, tell us like something about Summer. Like, what would they say about you? That I was always loud. Always. I like it. Very opinionated. I like it. Me too. <laughs> Come on. Um, They'd probably say that I'm too competitive for my own good. Okay. I like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. also that I'm very driven. Like I always, I don't know, I always strive for, for, for perfection in everything that I do. Yeah. Um, always going to give my 110% no matter what it is. Not mm. going to, you know, if I can have two things, yeah. I'm not going to split my time between the two things. Yeah. If I'm not going to be able to put my best effort forward on both. So yeah. always, always giving 110%. Probably a little bit annoying. Yes, me too. Who wasn't annoying when they were in middle school, high school? Hey, it's life. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's probably what they would say about me. So what I love about that is, um, you know, I think dropping wisdom nuggets is always important. <laughs> so um, having that, like, purpose-driven life, that's a book. Yeah. Shout out to the book. <laughs> um, having that drive can prepare you to higher heights. Yep. Um, do you ever find yourself, like, for me, I'm very driven as well. And But there's times where I kind of get out of control because I'm not living in a moment and recognizing what I've accomplished at that moment because I'm thinking of the next thing. Yeah. Do you ever find it like a hard balance to say, okay, Summer, I know you wanted this and I know you want to go there, mm -hmm. but just live in a moment and like appreciate where you're at. Do you ever find it like where it's hard for you to do that? Only every day. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> only, I know it's only, hard, only ain't it? Every day. Only every day. Only every day. I think that that was it's especially something that I struggled with in high school. Yeah. Um, it was always looking forward to the future. Where, where, where am I going to go to school? Am I going to be able to play soccer when I go to school? Yeah. Um, just kind of always looking forward to the next chapter of life as opposed to <laughs> being where my feet are. And I think that a lot of that just has to do with I am just very future focused. I'm not I don't want to be satisfied yeah. with where I'm at. Yeah. I want to always be pushing myself to be better, do better in every aspect of my life. And so where I'm at is great and it helps me be thankful for where I've come from. Yeah. But at the same time, moving forward, I don't want to settle if that means not continuing to push. Myself. I think you might be my long lost sister. <laughs> like I'm the same way, like in the moment, I'm like sometimes less you got to enjoy the moment, but I'm always thinking about what's next. Yeah. I'm always thinking about where I'm going. So that can be Again, that can be a great thing as well, right? Yeah, because we sure. don't, we don't, we won't get stagnant. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes I, I think it's the tough thing about it is living in a moment. So, so some let's talk about um, 
high school, you know, you're playing uh, soccer. Uh, what was that moment when you said, I'm, I'm good at this. Like I can continue this. It could have been when you were younger. It could have been when middle school, high school. What was the moment where you, where you realized, man, I'm actually pretty good at this. She said, when I came out the womb. (laughs) I wish, I wish. Uh, I think the confidence on the field has always been one of my biggest struggles. Uh Um, And so even now, I think that there are not, I think I know that there are times when I'm in my own head saying, wow, am I even good enough to be where I'm at right now? And it's one of those things where you kind of always have to remind yourself, like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a purpose to be here. You earned it. Um, And so, I don't know. I think that there was a brief stint of time in high school where I was doing really well. And then I was humbled very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an injury my sophomore year of high school. And so I had stress fractures in my L4 and L5 of my back. Mm. And I was out for four months. Wow. And so up until then, I had put all of my identity in soccer, knew where I was going, knew where my goals were set, had my eyes set on Uh going D1. But then that happened. And so my world, I'd say, kind of came crashing down at that point just because I had put my identity in my friends, put my identity in soccer, in school. Um, But after that, the Lord just humbled me. And it's because of that that I am where I am now. So go ahead. No, right now you preach it. Like you, 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 I love it because it's someone listening right now that's going through something or they may go through something in, in the future where they think that like, this is the end of the world. But for you, you was like, there was in this ugliness, some beauty was created. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That's like the biggest, one of the biggest parts of my story is that time in high school where I was forced to take my focus off of myself, off of what my goals were and put them back and on the Lord for the first time yeah. because I was pushed to find community mm-hmm. that would love me for who I was yeah. and not for what I was bringing to the table. Come on. I think that that's still something that I'm trying to learn. What is life? Because yeah. it, I mean, there's always room for growth. You never stop growing. You never stop being made more like Christ. But yeah. even now, one of the biggest things for me, especially since being at Oklahoma State has been maybe not having as big of an impact on the field as I wanted to, but having to remind myself that the Lord didn't put me here to necessarily have an impact on the field. Mm -hmm. And so if the Lord put me here to have an impact off the field, then that's what his plan is for me. And not just, I'm not just here to play soccer. I'm here to live the purpose that the Lord put me here for. I love that because so many athletes, um, you know, Growing up, they are groomed, whatever this sport is, basketball, football, soccer, it's like you have to do this boom, 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 boom. And then when it ends, it's like, well, what do I do with my life? And so it sounds like in that moment, you you learn that summer has significance outside of soccer. And my mission field is like doing what God wants me to do. Yeah. yeah so so let's let's drop an anchor there real quick. So tell us about your faith like you know tell us about you know what you stand for and your identity being yeah. yeah so my i was brought up in a christian home mm-hmm. um you know went to went to a private christian school in my entire life but most of my faith was based off of other people it yeah. was based off of how my teachers wanted me to be it was based off of my parents it was based off my friends mm-hmm. it was very duty based very oh. 
um, religion-based yeah. as opposed to relationship-based. Yeah. It was, okay, this is what I bring to the table instead of, Lord, I bring nothing to the table, but you still want me anyway. Come on. Um, up until that time in high school where I, where I um, had to be out for four months because the Lord forced me to take my identity from people-pleasing, from soccer, from school from all of these different things and put it back on him and showed me what true community is. Yeah. And then, you know, there's been so many times when the Lord has done that. I think that another big, huge, huge was a monumental time in my life was during COVID when we were forced to shut down because I had just hurt my back again. Uh, I had been out for a couple weeks and then I was just coming back and that was when the shutdown happened. Mm. And so I vividly remember sobbing in my room just being so frustrated why is this happening what is like what is happening why um but looking back that was the biggest blessing that could have happened because it was in that time that i got plugged into a ministry uh back at home that was a soccer ministry so it was the first time in my life that i had seen people who loved soccer but used that not because they loved it, mm-hmm. but because God had given them that talent to glorify him. Hmm. And so it was through there that I started to build my faith on my own. Yeah. And so it was less of, hey, this is what I bring to the table, and more of that recognition of, Lord, I bring nothing. Mm. I bring nothing, and I give it to you. Message. You can't spell message without mess. I yes. love it. So you had to go through some mess to get mm-hmm. the message. Yep. All right, so... After, you know, not being able to play soccer for four months, you're in high school, you return back to playing soccer. How did that feel? Do you think that, I mean, I know you still was, you were still driven, Mm -hmm. um, but did you feel less stressed with having to perform so well? Because now you understand soccer is a part of my life. It's not my life. Did your your game go to the next level? It did. It did for sure. And it was largely on the mental side. Because I would get so incredibly frustrated if I lost. If I made a mistake, I'd be beating myself up. But when that all changed and I realized that, hey, no matter how good or bad I play, the way that the Lord loves me is going to be the same, it changed the way that I viewed the game. And so, again, when I was in college after COVID, COVID, it changed my view again of hey, the Lord has given me this talent Mm -hmm. and this is a way and an avenue that he's given me to glorify him. And so it's less about me and my performance and a lot more of about him. The Lord has given me this gift Mm -hmm. and I want to glorify him in that. Yeah, that's like that he over me. Yes, absolutely. There we go. So tell us about um, how did you land in Stillwater? So you were in high school. Mm -hmm. How does recruiting work? How did you end up at Oklahoma State? That's a good story. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> um, let's hear it. So I had come to, and this was this was maybe a, two months before I had hurt my back. I came to a camp. Um, my sister was going on. She was a senior at the time. I was a sophomore. She was going on her campus visits. And so my mom and I were like, hey, let's kill two birds with one stone. Bailey will do her campus tour summer. You do this soccer camp. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and I vividly remember as soon as we were driving into campus, we were on um, – on Perkins driving in into Stillwater and I vividly remember this just feeling of peace as soon as we were driving in and there was just something in my mind that said 
I don't know what happens, but I know that I'm going to end up being here. Mm, wow. And so that was before I had really talked to the coaches or anything. Yeah. Um, but the recruiting journey was still very stressful. Yeah. Um, because at that point, I knew that this is where the Lord wanted me. And so I kind of put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah, Probably yeah. Probably was not the best idea in hindsight, yeah. but but you knew. thankful for it anyway. Um, anywho, but I didn't actually commit until my senior year of high school in November. So that at the time, now we have, you know, recruiting rules and stuff. So they can't even talk to people or commit till junior year. Yeah. But before then, they could talk people, to you early. Right. People were Middle committing school. in like eighth grade. Yeah. And so to be committing as a senior, that's like super, super late. Yeah. Um, but I was up here for, for an unofficial visit and I was sitting in a meeting with the coaches and we were just kind of talking about my prospects here and we laugh about it now. Yeah. Uh, but one of the coaching staff told me, hey, Summer, don't be, if you come here, don't be surprised if you don't see a single minute of playing time your entire four years. So that kind of, it, it hit my pride a little bit. Absolutely. I'm so glad that they said that because that ignited the fire in me mm-hmm. even more. It ignited yeah. that fire of, oh, okay, you don't, you don't think I'm good enough? I'll, sh- I'll show you. Mm. I'll put the work and I'll show you. Absolutely. So a month later, I ended up committing. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I came here my freshman year. I didn't play at all. And then building up into my sophomore year, junior year, senior year um, was kind of when I realized that my impact may not be on the field, but my impact of my calling is off the field. Yeah. And the more I focused on my influence off the field the more of an impact I was able to have on the field. And so it was kind of You got your priorities. Priorities are straight. Like Mm -hmm. you had to to straighten it out a little bit. Yeah. And so in the last couple of years, I've grown immensely in my game because of... Because you grew outside the game. Right. I love it. So I want to go into that, but just real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a pretty honorary person sometimes. (laughs) So... The coach that or the person who said that to you, <laughs> do you ever side out him like, I told you, like when you scored your first goal in 2021, did you look at him? Did you kind of look at him like, <laughs> you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. I think inside. Inside. I was, yeah, that's right. Outside, I don't think I was. Yeah. I think the outside, I was honestly just being like, wow, I'm just, first of all, I'm just happy to be here. There we go. And so. The fact that I was able to get my first start and first goal at Bedlam, uh okay, was just icing on top of the cake. Wow! And so it was. That was your moment, was, right? It was less of a, "Hey, I told you so," as opposed to, "I'm just this is a moment of complete thankfulness." Okay, got you. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can't say I would handle <laughs> it that way. That way, I probably would have like did the whole thing that I remember. I remember the Titans uh, would never. <laughs> they was trying to cheat them at the game, yeah. and one of the players went and looked at the coach, and he was like, "Like <laughs> I just pictured, like that's something I would have point. After I scored, I would have probably pointed pointed yeah. at the coach, like, yeah, you remember what you did.' <laughs> so I want to go back to you said that you learned that you know outside your game, outside your life, outside the game is what helped you grow in the game. So let's talk about that. Um, you started a podcast. I did. Come on, yeah, somebody. Recently, let's talk about it. Yeah. So I. The idea came to me 
Well, I was a junior in high school, actually. I okay. wasn't paying attention to physics class. And okay. so instead, I was kind of envisioning um, just a couple different ideas of what I had in mind for my life. Mm-hmm. And one of those things was, I think it would be interesting and very cool to start a ministry of some kind. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of where the thought process began. But mm-hmm. especially over the last two or three years, I've just had this calling more and more to be speaking about the word yeah. um, and just spreading the word and the love of the Lord. And so I love to talk. And yeah, so me too. One, of, one of the best ways I ended up thinking of in order to do that was to start a podcast. And so I was sitting on the idea after having, after having decided that I wanted to start a podcast, I sat on the idea for a good year and a half because really? I didn't want it to be something where I was just monologuing the whole time. I wanted to have the right person with me as my co-host. Okay. Um, and then flash forward to the beginning of this year, I became friends uh, through FCA with the girl that is now my co-host, yeah. is Veronica. Shout out. She's one of my best Shout friends. out to, to Veronica. Veronica. What's up, Veronica? <laughs> and so after I met her, it was a couple months, and her and I, anytime we would start talking, and especially when we were talking about the war, we would just get so giddy and yeah. excited. Yeah. And we would just feed off of each other's energy. I love and there it. was one day after late night at, at Life Church, we were at, it was after church, and we were just standing there talking to one another, and she was talking about how she wanted to be a public speaker. Huh. And I was like, oh, I want to start a podcast. She's like, huh, no way. I, yeah. I've kind of thought about it too. I'm like, you, <laughs> you want to be my co-host? Let's go. Do you want me to be your co-host? I was like, yes. Yeah. And so that kind of started yeah. the process. And that was it. That was last semester. And then when we broke for break yeah. or over winter break is when we recor- recorded our first one okay and then um last week was when we finally released our first episode love it what's the name of it it's called perspectives podcast perspective podcast and like how does how do we find it like you got instagram uh website anything yeah or? so the link is in my instagram bio okay and, and that is at summer chapin at summer chapin and then um, you can find it on Spotify, and then we're also looking to put it on Apple Podcasts, but we haven't quite gotten there yet. Okay. I love it. So it, you found, like, a lane, an avenue to say this thing that I thought about uh, doing a physics class in, as a junior in high school mm-hmm. is, like, coming to fruition. Yeah. Right? You thought I wasn't listening, huh? <laughs> I, I heard what you said. I can see why you would daydream. <laughs> In that class. Who yes. wants to be yeah. in that, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. So tell us about what does it look like? Um, what does your daily routine look like here as a student athlete? Your favorite place to eat and what is like your daily routine? My daily routine, it's very rigid. Very okay. rigid. I'm very routine based. So I always wake up, do the exact same thing uh, with the exception of Fridays because then I have an early lift, but then I just, you know, shift everything forward. Yeah. But um, I wake up always around eight o'clock. First thing, make my coffee, sit down, read my Bible, pray. Um, and then sometimes I'll eat and then I'll just start grinding on homework until mm. I go to class and then I'll go to class and then immediately from class to soccer and then from soccer to whatever I have uh, commitment-wise in the evening, whether that be leading worship or FCA. I'm also 
the community service representative or community service uh, chair for SAC, which is Student Athlete Advisory Committee. All right. Um, and then did you say lead it worship? Mm-hmm. You see? Come on, I didn't know that. Yep. He just multi-talented. <laughs> okay, yeah, you just threw that out there like, oh, you have to lead worship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's super cool. So, favorite place to eat, and favorite favorite place to eat and hobby. Favorite hobby, gonna have to go with podcast. Okay. That's my favorite. I, I no. love doing that. Love getting to talk to Veronica. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite place to eat? She'll go to. Probably Tropical Smoothie. Okay. Gotcha. Tropical Smoothie. Yep. No. I love it. All right, Summer. So it's a it's time for a little bit of this or that, right? Okay. I'm going to say the word and you just, it's no wrong answer, right? You could just answer as fast as you want. Okay. We're not going to judge you. You just say what you want to say quick, and as fast as you go is as fast as I go. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Cars or trucks? Car. LeBron Jordan? LeBron. Country or city? Country. Instagram or Snapchat? Insta. Night out or stay in? Stay in. Movie or show? Movie. Road trip or fly? Road trip. Cash or credit? Cash. Photo or video? Video. Pen or pencil? Pen. Test essay? Essay. Sight or sound? Sound. Red or blue? Red. Horse or cow? Horse. Cat or dog? Dog. Football, basketball. Football. Country or rap? Country. Fly or drive? Drive. NBA, NFL? NFL. Car or truck? Car. Chickens or rib? Chickens. Boom. There we go. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, that, I love it. You did an amazing, wonderful, great job. I don't know how many that was. It had to be 18, 19, or 20, or somewhere around so. there. Yeah, it had to be somewhere around <laughs> there. So, here it is. We're about to, we're about to end this. So, um, Summer, tell our listeners how they can stay in contact with you, your your social media, tell us your podcast and your social media or any handles, social media handles they can uh, get to stay in contact with you. All right. I really only have Instagram. So you can follow me at, at Summer Chafin on Instagram. And then on Spotify, you can find the podcast and it's Perspectives Podcast. Cool. Well, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I found my long lost sister, <laughs> right? Y'all see the re- resemblance? Come on. You see it? You see it? You see it? Well, my name is Les Nevertheless Thomas. Brand Squad Podcast has been amazing hanging out with you. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Peace.